On this episode, we meet one of the original tech startup entrepreneurs in Dubai. Ravi Bushari co-founded Duplays, a community networking platform in 2007, and has since gone on to set up a co-working space called Nook. Welcome to Dubai Works, a business podcast about the innovators, the products, the services, and trending topics. Loving Dubai's take on the business stories that matter. My name is Richard Fitzgerald. I'm the founder of Augustus Media, publishers of Love in Dubai, Love in Saudi, and Smashy TV. Each week, we'll be interviewing the dynamic business leaders of Dubai. Hi, Ravi. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. So, tell us, uh, you're the founder of Duplays and many more things. Yeah, I mean, I'll qualify that. A co-founder of Duplays. Okay. I have a friend and business partner, Derv. Uh, him and I started Duplays, uh, no exaggeration, over a decade ago here in Dubai. Wow. Uh, it was uh, a play on words for Dubai Plays, and uh, the... I guess problem, like many entrepreneurs that we were trying to solve, was that a lot of expats as well as locals here struggle to meet others to maintain the team sports that they grew up playing in their home country, right? They come here for adventure, meaningful work, uh, a change of scenery, climate, and, uh, and we found that people like ourselves uh, wanted to play team sports but struggled to meet others to play those sports. And so we started a website called doplays.com com, sorry, to help them connect and, and play the sports that, uh, that they have a passion so you, for. You established a platform around the community as a startup kind of tech platform a decade ago. Yeah. What was that like? It was, uh, it was pretty um, exhilarating and terrifying, but definitely you know, rewarding. We started it roughly maybe a year or two after Facebook really launched. And I remember back in the day in 2006, 2007, when we both uh, came over from Canada. I'm originally from Montreal, and, and he's from Toronto. Yeah. That you would add literally 10 friends a night on Facebook because that was the way you would then remain connected with them or kind of swap, I think, BBM pins back, back in the day. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so 10, 12 years ago when Facebook was taking off, uh, it was also a great way for, for Duplays to then kind of build a platform, uh, start a Facebook page and then kind of build our business from kind of that online presence. How did you set up a company? Were you, work, were you an entrepreneur at that time? Did you have that spirit out of um, university? I've had it since I was probably uh, six or seven years old. Uh, not to bore you with my, my childhood, um, but I grew up uh, in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, a place that... Uh, that I have a lot of affection for. My father was. Is working that how there. you kind of ended up back in Dubai? Because yeah, you had con- contacts had a, with the region. Yeah, I, I had. I mean, I'm not Arab by by origin. Uh, my father is from India. Mother is Canadian. But I've always had an affinity and and uh, a likeness for the Middle East, having grown up in the kingdom for 14 years before going back to uh, Montreal and Toronto for high school and university. And uh, yeah, back in sort of 2004, 2005, Dubai was doing some amazing projects. I remember watching something, I think, on the Learning Channel or on Discovery Channel about the original Dubai Marina and that being dredged and built. Oh, wow. And, uh, and really, Dubai at that time... You found that inspiring. My, yeah, yeah, interest. And uh, when I finished my MBA in Toronto, most of my friends were off to work on Bay Street or Wall Street or work for a big company. And I thought, you know what, why not move to Dubai, give myself 30 days, network my little butt off, and see if I could find something interesting here to do. What, and that's how I came to Dubai. What was the pickup and traction like? And do place. Was it immediate success? Did it take a few years? Um, it didn't take a few years per se, but you know, the first night uh, that we organized uh, a social sport, we organized Ultimate Frisbee on the now defunct Metropolitan Hotel softball field. So those oh, yeah. that have been around for they've at least rebuilt the last, that one though. They have. They? So that but probably no softball place. <laughs> no, now now the beautiful Dubai Canal, right? Yeah. But back in the day, if you looked on Google Earth, you would see this canal kind of meandering its way through Business Bay and then stopping in our fields, then being there. <laughs> so it was probably the most expensive, valuable piece of grass in the world at yeah. the time. 
and we know we had sort of a limited life there. But uh, that's where we started, Ultimate Frisbee, and uh, it started on an evening probably with about five or ten of our friends and a couple strangers and kind of grew from there. Uh, but really the thing we were keying in on is the fact that a lot of, again, people that move here um, are looking to meet others to play the sports that they have a passion for, and how do you do that? And so we started Do Plays as a online platform or aggregator to connect these very disconnected groups of like-minded people that wanted to play team sports and meet others in a non-traditional, non-hotel, non-shisha, non-venue setting. So basically you connected the, did you organize the leagues? Did you connect the venue with the community? Yeah, so we did the, the full service. We weren't just almost like LinkedIn where we just had a website to connect people. We ran kind of through the full, I guess, actualization of finding the facility, hiring the referees, putting together the rosters or fixtures, the schedule, and then organizing it. And so people could then just show up with their cleats or their running shoes um, and, uh, and play the sports that uh, they wanted to play. So obviously in the last 10 years, there's been a lot more venues, there's mm. a lot more people, a lot yeah. more sports being played. What, what's the journey of Duplays from then until now and kind of where are you now? Yeah, so, uh, so I guess we're the old horse, right? We've been around for 10 plus years and probably one of the first companies to be fortunate and grateful to raise uh, angel investment and, and some VC capital from, from back in the day. Can you explain that? What does that mean and kind of, uh, yeah, what happened there? Yeah, so, um, so within probably two years of starting Duplays and running um, sports leagues and tournaments and events, uh, we decided to raise some, some angel investment monies from, um, from an investor here in the UAE. So you, you didn't raise funds at the start? You kind uh, of we were self-funding, yeah. yeah. And back in the day, I think, you know, in, in fairness to, to investors, they want to see traction. And yeah. traction in our industry is more than just likes or, or views. They mm. really wanted to see us uh, be able to kind of, I guess, convince people to part with their hard-earned money to play, hopefully, a, a well-organized Duplays, you know, a sports league. Okay, so, so you, you've yeah. got people paying to uh, to be part of Duplays, yeah. the community. You pitch this to some investors, yeah. and they come in an angel round. Correct, correct. Um, and then subsequently raise some, some other uh, capital uh, in, in subsequent years. Uh, today, Duplays uh, is still a platform. Um, the complexion of our business has changed from us really focusing on want to to organize these sports to enabling others to organize through something that we've built called Nook, which is the region's first licensed co-working space here in, in the DMCC at 1JLT, focused on sports, health, fitness, wellness, lifestyle, events, entrepreneurs, and I can tell you a bit more about that. So but, NOOK yeah. is Nook, and that's kind of part of the same company as Duplays. Um, so we have outside investors, but yeah. Duplays is also part, part of the cap table and, and one of the partners, I guess, strategic in that business. Um, but is it a uh, bit like we work or we in Dubai we've got a few other co-working spaces and obviously in DMCC there's Astrolabs is yeah, it similar? Um, it's similar but different I think probably Astrolabs is the best analogy obviously they focus on more tech based businesses where we're focused, most, focused sorry, mostly on lifestyle sports health fitness wellness based businesses uh, but similar to Astrolabs you know, we both are licensed here in the DMCC and I think one important distinction of us versus maybe others are that we work closely with the DMCC free zone here and the regular authority to enable um, businesses here to have uh, discounted affordable trade licenses, not just a pretty workspace. Interesting. Um, and so, so other ones don't have Ahmed bin Salem, the chairman of the DMCC, was on this podcast as well. Is cool. that something that he's encouraged? 100%. So Duplays has been a tenant of the DMCC here for the last nine years or so. And I was fortunate to, to be able to meet with Ahmed a couple of times. And about two years ago, I kind of pitched him this idea that wouldn't it be great if other 
businesses like Duplays, right, that have winning seasons, losing seasons, right, you go through both as an entrepreneur, could set up in the DMCC and have a more agile, affordable way of being properly licensed. And he enabled that to happen. What about, like, when I think of sports, lifestyle, businesses, forgive me, but a lot of my uh, examples would come to PT trainers, influencers, Mm -hmm wellness and things like that. Are they the types of companies that you're attracting at Nuke? Yeah, we are. I mean, with all due respect to businesses that scale, many businesses in sports, health, fitness, wellness, lifestyle are not designed to scale because it's that person or that entrepreneur that is the owner operator. So that's actually who we're focusing on are businesses that need a more affordable, like I said, agile way of starting a business and sustaining their business. So we kind of stitched together both a subsidized DMCC Dubai trade license in addition to a co-working desk that you can pay monthly in order to pass on those savings to these entrepreneurs uh, and ones that need kind of a lower cost base to start and sustain their business. Okay, so they're getting a subsidized license and cheap enough office space and amenities for meetings and things like that. Exactly, and that office space is needed because you need that Ajari, right? That tenancy contract as part of one of the unique elements to uh, starting a business here in the UAE. And uh, and what uh, incident, I think you kind of mentioned it before, but um, how do you see the kind of trends in the... Uh, fitness industry in this market, both in terms of Nook and Duplays as well? Going? Yeah, I mean, this is an amazing country, right? An amazing city in in this country. And you have so many talented people here that are in that sector, right? In that industry. So for us, like the fact that we can help enable these talents to stay here Mm. um, is, is I think, important and, and rewarding. And I know there is a ministry of happiness, right? So we kind of tie in also nicely to some of the things and, and themes that uh, the government here is trying to promote. I think, you know, not to get too philosophical or academic, or if I think back to my one uh, class in HR and my MBA in Toronto was Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. So yeah. after food, shelter, water, I don't know, you know, better ways of getting around Dubai, uh, people want to be fulfilled. And so I think we operate and, and kind of fit in a really nice niche because many of the businesses that are set up at Nook focus on nutrition and health and happiness and weight loss. We have a couple doula or childbirthing companies to help new moms kind of go through that you know, amazing experience. I'm a new father, uh, two, two months, two weeks on. Um, and you look so, well rested for a new boy. <laughs> well, this is a podcast probably by design, right? So you can see the bags <laughs> under my eyes, but uh, or my, my kind yeah. of uh, five week growth. But um, but yeah, you know, for, for us, I think it's really important that we're enabling really talented people that already live in Dubai to start their business, or people that have considered moving to Dubai but haven't because maybe it's been a bit cost prohibitive to uh, come via the DMCC and, and via Nook, and uh, and hopefully we have this welcoming, supportive workspace for them to collaborate with other like-minded entrepreneurs. So when I think of co-working spaces and online platforms, I think of a lot of money and a lot of ecosystem and maybe Silicon Valley and this type of stuff Mm -hmm. in New York. How has it been possible to not once but twice set up a company and initiative in Dubai? And, you know, would you encourage other people to do it? I mean, entrepreneurship is a very personal decision, right? And with respect to people maybe that don't want to start their own business, I think every person that moves to Dubai is an entrepreneur, whether you have your own business or work for someone else, because you're taking that risk, you're leaving your comfort zone, you're leaving your friends and your family. And I always say here, the friends you make become your surrogate family. And that's one of the reasons we wanted to set up Duplays as a way for others to meet people that would hopefully become their lasting friends. Uh, Side note, someone actually proposed on the home plate of our softball fields, uh, through Duplays. So Amazing. They met through Duplays co-ed softball league. We should have written league. about that in Love and Dubai. It's a good yeah, story. Yeah, <laughs> was it? yeah. and uh, I don't know if we saw it on film, but uh, okay. kind of amazing, right? Yeah. That, that that through something as simple as connecting people to play sports, 
that really amazing things happen. Yeah, um, nice. But in terms of um, of entrepreneurship and, uh, you know, I don't know if it's nature or nurture. I, I think being an entrepreneur is a highly personal thing. And, uh, and I just happen to want to do that because I find it more fulfilling in my own personal experience. And you seem to be, you know, coming up with different ideas. Uh, you know, is, is that something that, do you have any more ideas? Are you going to be constantly com- yeah, starting new companies? I, I, I'm definitely, as my friends and business partner would attest to, an ideas person. Yeah. I'm not always the greatest executor. So, <laughs> you know, that's one of my many weaknesses. But I'm naturally observant, right? Uh, Dubai is home and, and will be home. And for me, this is a really exciting place to be based because there is so much potential and um, you're not that far separated from almost anyone in the UAE if you can hustle to figure out a way of of meeting that person that Mm. maybe will help you achieve something. So for for me, my next focus or our next focus, I should say, with Duplays is to build Dubai's long overdue first proper true community indoor sports facility. Mm. It's a mouthful, but effectively a community sports center so people can come and play football, basketball, netball, beach volleyball. Kind of like uh, the, the sports world that happens for the summer. Exactly, which is amazing right which, now. Which is amazing, it's yeah. It's seventh year and is obviously yeah. under the patronage of His Highness Sheikh Hamdan. It's an amazing space for two and a half months. Obviously, it goes back to being then the natural home of Jitex and Cityscape and, and other yeah. things during the year. Um, so we're looking to build something like uh, Dubai Sports World and complement what they've done. So Duplays would be a physical place. Exactly. And you mentioned you're also doing something like that in Saudi Arabia, so you've expanded. Yeah, so we partnered uh, about uh, two and a half years ago with a Saudi-based developer, and we are now having built our first indoor air-supported dome sport facility in uh, in North Jeddah. It opened about three and a half weeks ago. And you'll try and do something like that here too. Yeah, and we will. We will. So I'm in the midst uh, of knock on wood. Uh, talking to someone here in the JLT area Great. to see if we can build something bigger and and something that services the surrounding communities here that yeah. uh, I think need and a good place, like a good community for yeah. it. And JLT. close to Nook, which yeah. kind of nicely sits in because ideally people are licensed through Nook. If you're a football trainer or a basketball coach or a nutritionist, and you can then come actualize or deliver your talents yeah. at our, our sport facility. We had Tony Robbins in Dubai. Did you? Did you I go went to. Yeah, yeah. How was, was it? It was amazing. You know, to be honest, I hadn't really followed him. I was actually invited from a business partner who kindly paid for my ticket. Um, but Good, because they're pricey tickets. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, a, big, it was a big event. There was a lot to it. A lot to it. Beautiful arena. First time I'd been Stunning. to Coke Arena. But I, I think one thing that really kind of stuck with me with what he said, amongst many things, is he's like, and he kind of used Dubai as an example of this. He's like, Dubai is Dubai, Dubai not because of its resources, but because of its resourcefulness. And he tried to kind of parlay that into kind of how you can it's apply nice that, that kind of concept to your professional development or personal development. Yeah. And I think that's really true, right? I, I think entrepreneurs... Um, have to rely on their resourcefulness to start, yeah. not their resources, until maybe they raise money or hire people. And <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that really resonated with me, and, and I think it was very on point. And you know, I was bringing him up really because he's linked to kind of motivating people at all times, but also when they're in difficult times. Mm-hmm. Uh, has there been a point for you where you kind of needed uh, extra support, and how's how's kind of that happened? And you know, what were the challenges? Yeah, so you know we've been in business for ten years, um, and whether you have a sports business as we at Duplace has, or a non-sport business, you have uh, winning seasons, right? Yeah. Winning financial years and losing seasons, losing financial years. And in ten years of being in business, we definitely, you know, hand on heart, have had both. Um, you know, it's it's the last couple of years have been a challenge, but uh, we persevere every day in the office. You know, our team hustles to sort of figure out how to kind of right the ship. Um, and uh, yeah, the sport facility that we're hoping to build, that we hope to have open to kind of coincide with uh, with the end of next summer, 
uh, hopefully will be enable, a way for us to kind of continue to build duplays and to provide some stability to our own business. Amazing. Good note to finish on. Positive for the future. And 100%. We look, we look forward to following your story. Thanks, Robbie. Okay, thanks for having me. Thank you.